Welcome to the T-Factor podcast, where I'll be talking with talented and tenacious women and men who know what it is to be different. Hello, my name is Marilyn Grinda. I'm a songwriter by trade, a singer by heart, and an all-around explorer of the human condition. The T-Factor podcast is a space filled with candid and fun discussions about what it takes to overcome difference with tales of personal experiences told by awesome, resilient people who inspire me each day, and I know they will inspire you too. This is a podcast for those who are proudly breaking boundaries and making sure the world adapts to them as it should be. How does it define them to be different? Let's find out. Visit t-factor.online for the show notes and more. So, welcome Amy and Allie. I, it's very special for me today to be speaking with you guys. I am so glad I found you on the bright web. And I call it the bright web because so often the internet is talked about in a dark way. But for me, the internet has been a savior and finding you and discovering your world and having our little email exchanges is the kind of thing that fuels me. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us. We're happy to be here. So you guys are the two sisters. So before we dive in in, and you guys talk a little bit about yourself um, and your amazing clothing brand for tall girls, I would like you to give us a little bit of your background of who you are, where you come from, and how tall you are, and you don't have the same last name, so what's up with that? Um, All good stuff. <laughs> okay, um, so we are sisters. The last name thing is just because we're married. Right. So we both husbands, yeah. So anyway, um, we grew up in small town Iowa, actually kind of the northwest uh, corner of Iowa, and back in the time, I mean, this was a time that like predated the internet, online shopping, all of that good stuff that we know now. Um, and I am six four, actually, I'm just shy of six four. So I grew up in a really small town with virtually no options for clothing. And I was really involved in volleyball. I played a lot of volleyball. In fact, went on to play collegiate volleyball. Um, because of largely because of the height um, that I was blessed with, but there was still a part of me that was tremendously impacted by the concept, as simple as it sounds, of not finding clothing that fit that fit well. I felt like I was always sacrificing either style for the fit or the fit for the style, but I could never have both things in just one package. Um, and that with a handful of other things just genuinely took a toll on my confidence for a lot of years. So it's kind of um, almost wild to think back about because I had so many doors open and I had so many opportunities because of my height. But all of that being said, I still struggled with it really monumentally. I mean, just really, really took a toll on me. And that's my side of the story. Um, and Alice is very similar, but I think that eventually led to a road. Our, our family is a very entrepreneurial family. All of our, you know, our dads and our uncles and own businesses. And so our dad, at one point, I think I was just like whining about the fact that I could never find anything. And he just so matter of factly said, well, why don't you just do it? Yeah. And it was such a like simple thing, but it was like, 
oh, <laughs> why don't we just do it? But then that's, there's a little bit of you in the story about the timing of it. Yeah. Um, and I would say like my experience, I'm 5'10". Um, so it's definitely different because 6'4", just, it, you know, it definitely, I can give credit to women that are well over six feet. It, it, it is more of a challenge to someone that is 5'10". Not only shopping, but just the comments like Amy gets from strangers versus me is totally different um, and a lot more wild. But with that being said, I'm not exactly built proportionally, um, which is like a lot how a lot of clothing is made, right? Assuming that like your legs are perfect length and your torso is perfect length and everything is just proportional and beautiful. And I carry like pretty much all of my height in my upper body, um, which made shopping a struggle for me, even though I don't consider myself to be like, you know, super duper tall. I kind of fell in this awkward place where places like Long Haul Sally, I thought were, you know, maybe just a little too tall. Um, like I was kind of drowning in their stuff, but then the normal market was just that. I mean, then you, on the flip side, the normal market is made for like five, four, you know, five, five on a good day. So I felt kind of in this awkward in between where I didn't belong, where I wasn't, you know, accepted maybe in tall world as tall, but also in the normal world. Um, you know, I, I was tall and it, a lot of that clothing didn't fit me well because of the way that I'm just built. Um, and so that's where we, you know, our idea came and we said, you know, this is just kind of insane because a lot of people that make tall like to define it as like one height versus another. And we get it from both sides. So, you know, I'm 5'10", I've had my challenges, she's 6'4", she's obviously had her challenges, but it was like, we need to, you know, make it a point to stop defining it as like one or two heights you know mm -hmm. like this can be all inclusive and so sometimes people ask us even like what's your what's your cutoff yeah. and I'm like you know what if you just have had a struggle shopping because maybe you're just built differently I mean you can have some a girl that's five foot nine and has a 36 in seam you know it's not you've seen it that happens this doesn't belong to one height of women and so that's just kind of what our mission is all about is embracing that tall. Mm -hmm. It goes beyond 510, but it's also not just 64. It's it's I think we really have made this as much as we are a tall business and a women uh, a business for tall girls and women, we are kind of obsessed with the concept of like proportions, right? And so because we've taken my experience and her experience and really are proud of how we tackle our execution and how we tackle our design and manufacturing. I know because people don't realize that most of the tall sections that exist out there, they actually just add a few inches, but they don't necessarily pay attention to proportions. And it doesn't really solve the problem to just have longer arms or longer legs. You also need to think, okay, this is where the knee is going to hit. And this is where your, your calf is going to be because right now, you know, even right now is the season of crop pants, for example, but crop pants doesn't help if the proportions are not right, because yeah. where the ankle is supposed to be, it's more narrow, but on me, it hits my, my calf. So it gets stuck. Yeah. 
Exactly. And I, I think we've just never felt like it's our place to tell someone like what their own experience has been. So maybe you're not like at the tallest end of the tallest spectrum, but that doesn't mean that you haven't had issues or struggled because maybe you just have really long legs or maybe you're like me and you're, I don't have really long legs, but I have a super Mm -hmm. long upper body, you know, and I just don't think it's fair to tell anyone like what they're feeling isn't valid isn't valid um and so that's always just been kind of our thing is that everyone even if we're all tall we're all made tall differently and so sometimes you know our clothing just has to reflect that Mm -hmm. no i love that i i love that you talk about validation because for the longest time i wasn't uh feeling strong enough where i didn't have the courage to actually tell my story because most of the people would be like Oh, but you're so tall. What do you have to complain about? What's your, you know, what, what's your problem? And if I could get some of your inches, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll kill someone. And I'm like, but I would gladly give you a few inches because <laughs> it doesn't serve sometimes. And that's, that's the conversation that I'm trying to have also at the T factor is you cannot judge. And a lot of tall women are being judged without, you know, even been meeting anyone, which brings me back to you, Amy, with your experience growing up you said it it really affected you can you just dive a little bit more into um how it yeah i mean on you know i think to be very honest as i look back at it and i'm not so sure that i was even aware of how deeply it was affecting me at the time of course as i look back and kind of process and reflect now there was a story i told on our one of our blog posts last year where i was talking about even the decision to figure out what i was going to major in in school right and so I was very fortunate. I I was given an opportunity to play volleyball at a very high level, Division One, one of the best conferences in collegiate volleyball. So by that alone, I should have maybe felt like, you know, the lesson there is if you work really hard, you can do anything. But that somehow still didn't translate. And I was still kind of in my own way because of the differences that I felt about my body on a daily basis just really made me feel inadequate with a lot of what I did, a lot of how I looked, a lot of everything I brought to the table day in and day out. So for instance, I really wanted to, or I was really interested in business. You know, we come from a business family, everyone in our family's in business. I did not think I was capable of doing well in the business school. Right. I just talked myself out of it. Because I thought, you know, those people that go to business school are really, really smart. That's the irony. Because I had I had worked really, really, really hard to accomplish a goal in volleyball. And so I don't know why that didn't translate to other parts of my life. But it just didn't. I was at a time where I was super hyper aware of my difference. I was super hyper aware of feeling like something was wrong with me. Like I was just inadequate. My God, you're pre- I'm getting Perfectly. tears in my eyes. I'm telling you, dude, you're oh. like telling my story. <sighs> I think, and that's the thing. I think the more that we all come to the table and talk about this, it's so helpful because we would have, I would have killed at that point in my life to have connected with somebody my age or somebody that had walked the path that had said, no, listen, that is a valid feeling. What you're feeling is not abnormal. You're not the only one. And there's, it's fair. Your feelings are fair, but, but there's such a better side to it. So let's tackle that. 
And so that's the story I always tell. It was like, I look back now and that's my regrets from school. I wish that I would have gotten that degree, but that's okay. Because at the end of the day, I ended up in the business world and loving it. So it just, (laughs) you know, it's like, I think about that and I'm like, man, because we've really gone through some battles in business and we've been battle tested and, and I love it. I love it. But if we can do it here, I certainly could have graduated with a degree in it. That's just the learning. You know what I mean? As I think sometimes your headspace, if it's if you're not programmed right, and here's the other part, like we came from a, come from a very supportive, close-knit family. So I think that was my other issue is I was so also uncomfortable, like even expressing what I was feeling that I didn't give anybody a chance to help me, if that makes sense. Because if I would have said that, our parents right away would have been like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's tackle this. Let's why, see this for what it is. Say, why do you say that other people couldn't see it or couldn't feel it? Because, I mean, they were shopping with you in the same stores and they, you know, I'm yeah. sure your parents knew that you can find clothes or boyfriend or yeah. uh, friends. Yeah. I don't know if you had any friends, but you were in the volleyball, but, uh, yeah. you know, you perhaps felt embraced in that world. But why do you say that? I, I think that's a good point. I think that they were very, my, our mom was certainly aware mm-hmm. of the yeah. insecurities that I had shopping because more than once there was like a dressing room meltdown where I would try to find something and it wouldn't fit and like tears and the whole thing. So she was very much aware of that element and that struggle, but I don't think they realized how deep it ran mm-hmm. because I'm also the kind of person that will just put up a, like a front or right. a facade. And so I don't necessarily invite people in until like I'm really straight at point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just think, you know, I was actually even a little anxious to put that out there um, when I wrote about that blog post about business school and all of that, because I had never told them and I never said anything about it. And so from their perspective, I'm sure they were like, what? We had no idea. Right. A lot of people think it's like a, a surface level thing. Like it just mm-hmm. has to do with like shopping for clothes and no. like, right. It does, but it goes deeper than just, you know, what you're putting on your body. So I can't agree with you more. And that, that is really what, what I'm trying to put out there is that, you know, our own difference is create it, and it could be tall. It could be, it could be anything. I mean, I've spoken with someone who has albinism and, you know, it could be really, truly anything. Just a, a difference that you cannot do anything about and it just creates limiting beliefs in yourself. And you just live in that world of what you think you can and cannot do. And uh, nobody else sees that world but yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes a certain level of vulnerability to actually, you know, open up about the deeper impacts that it all has. And, I, and I'm not sure a lot of people do that. I'm not sure a lot of people really no, open up. Absolutely not. And that's you know, that's why I was so drawn to you guys, because you do point it out in your in your blog posts and you're very eloquent about it because, you, you know, you give a lot of details and you guys should definitely go check it out. Oh, you're going to tell us more about the blog anyways later, but you share, you're very vulnerable and you do share the exact feeling that it is to be different, not necessarily tall because our difference was being tall. It just so happens that that was the difference, but you share the the deep vulnerability that you have and the empathy that you have for others who are going through um, a rough time. And, you know, if somebody tells you 
it's fine to feel that way. Mm -hmm. I want to hear more. And let's focus on what is actually good about your difference. Then it it changes your life. And that's what you guys talk about. You do say, and I I quote, you say, when style plus fit come together, it is truly life changing. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. It's so simple for us to say, you know, like you have to understand the clothes in the general market are made and fit to somebody who's five foot, five foot, four inches tall. You know, but a lot of people don't think about that. They don't realize that these companies, and and actually we just got back from a trip to LA, so we can double down on a lot of this again, because these are a lot of the battles that we face, particularly when we work with new manufacturers. But, you know, it's something like the clothing that you're saying. It's it's made to fit the most amount of the population. Right. And most people don't have the blessing of height or it just is what it is. So instead of knowing or instead of people being very vulnerable or open about the fact that, hey, listen, that dress that you like that unfortunately hits you in all the wrong places because it was designed on somebody probably at least eight inches or whatever shorter than you. So of course it's not going to work. That's not. That, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not manly. You're not masculine. It's you know, it's none of those things. It's just literally that company trying to maximize the amount of sales that they can get. Yeah, that's, and I love that you say that it was a lifetime of struggles because I can totally relate to that. And I know anybody who's very tall. And also, Ellie, that's something that's interesting because I was initially initially going to ask you about your struggles being 5'10", because as you, as you mentioned, I do find that there is a threshold of difference when you're six foot and above, Um, but you obviously have, you know, as you say, people have different bodies. They have, can have longer legs, longer torso. What is your shoe size? I wear a 10. Oh, so you wear a 10. So you're fine-ish. Yeah. Most of the time. So I actually, you know, just kind of on this page about being 5'10", I feel like I have a different take on my height than is typically addressed in this realm because you know a lot of women that are six feet and over are like amy you know and they've had a lot of struggles and you know some confidence battles and what just kind of came out later in life so there's an eight year difference between amy and i so our relationship now is great because we're super close and we've always been close but it just looked different when i was younger right and she was a little bit older like she was starting college when i was in like fifth grade yeah Yeah. like fifth grade um so it's always been great but it's just it's transformed with age obviously well we just talked about maybe a year or two ago and that she wasn't even aware of so this whole time in college and in high school while she's battling all of these confidence issues and you know all of that She never showed that to me. So while that was like a really big internal battle, as she was saying, she wasn't very vocal about expressing whatever. So what I saw in her was like this totally badass chick, like just, you know, tearing up the volleyball court. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be just as tall, you know, like I want to play D1 volleyball. So my experience was I always wanted to be taller. And that's the power of, um, you know, that we speak about today of of a role model. So if you have someone that you look up to and think, wow, they're like the coolest person ever. And they like own their height because in my eyes, she owned it so well. 
And so I always just wanted to be, you know, taller than I was. Well, then I stopped at 5'10", which by like anybody else's standards is not short, you know, but it was disappointing for me um, as someone that wanted to take my volleyball career further. Like I was thinking the Olympics, right? <laughs> and I just... Now, aren't, that they, was- do you, aren't they some... I'm going to say, quote unquote, shorter players. And, and you don't yeah, you have a mix of players in a volleyball team? They do. They do. But here's the difference. I can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm missing a key athletic thing, which is a vertical. And um, so I needed the height to make up for that difference. So um, I was I was really disappointed because I had such a tremendous role model in Amy and she never ever ever told me like that she was struggling with her height or that she didn't like it so my perception of how she thought about herself was just different than what she was feeling on the inside so I say that not to say like yay me I've always loved my height I'm such this like body positive warrior but just to prove to people that like the power of having someone life that kind of owns it and doesn't talk bad about themselves um, because it it only affected me positively. And then it's just been kind of interesting getting into this business because there are a lot of women that are 5'10 and 5'11 that struggle, but it's almost like it sometimes it gets competitive. Like women that are like over six feet, you know, they don't think that that struggle is valid, which is why I say it doesn't really matter what height you are, in our opinion. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you're here in shopping with us because you had, you know, a poor experience in most of your life or in some manner. And we're here to help with that. So that's been kind of like my transition. And I actually wrote a blog post about this too, because Um, when I was in college playing volleyball, I felt really short in that realm. Then I moved to the real world in corporate. I felt really tall again. And then we started this business and I'm 5'10 and people are like, yeah, well, that's tall, but it's not really that tall. (laughs) You know, kind of undermining you. So 5'10 is actually like a really weird place to be, if I'm being honest, because like sometimes you're really tall and sometimes you're just not, you know, and people kind of try to speak to your experiences for you so i exactly no no more judging i can't agree more do you guys have other siblings we do we have a brother in between us in age and height ironically so we're like a perfect stair step because i'm the oldest and the tallest then he's he's probably about six one two yeah six one six two and then Allie. so it's it's kind of like I stole all the height and, and they like, stole all the hair. Too, yeah. Just for the record. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Whatever was left. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about your brand, Amali Tali. And you guys had any experience in fashion before? <laughs> oh, no. None. No, no. <laughs> no. So I was driven, driven by the lack of finding your happiness in the outside world. Yeah. yeah, we're both really insanely competitive people. I mean, we, we both <laughs> did play volleyball, and I think we just like a good challenge, to be honest with you. We're both kind of fueled by people telling us that it can't be done or it's I too hard that. or whatever. Yeah. So if you want to, like, light our fire, you just tell us that we can't do something, and then we will kill ourselves trying to <laughs> prove you wrong is really 
Yeah. That's just how we're wired. But um, yeah, in July, we both technically left our day jobs in July of 2014 and embarked on this journey. Yeah. Our, our uh, business marriage is actually kind of perfect because I was like a finance nerd um, in corporate like accounting and finance. <laughs> so I'm really like analytically. Sister like that. <laughs> I know. I know because let me she brings that to the table and it, she, not only does she bring it to the table, but she like excels at it. Yeah, no, and she thrives. So I just like let her drop, you know, her bombs on me and I'm grateful yeah. for her. And then Amy, um, you can speak to your So I actually, because I played college volleyball, I went through a time and where I was thinking that I actually wanted to be an administrator of women's sports for athletic departments. And this is a whole different story for a different day, but I had a really bad experience and a really good experience in playing volleyball. So I thought that's the path I wanted to do was to help ensure everybody had the best experience. And then I got kind of burnt out on that. And so I got into marketing and I worked for an ad agency for about five years and I bought campaigns, national radio campaigns, TV campaigns, print campaigns, really big clients. So it was unbelievable to look back at because I learned so much in that role that has now transferred beautifully over to what we're doing. So she is like the number stallion and all of that. <laughs> and I have a little bit more of kind of that marketing media stuff. But to be honest, she's also good at that. So it's just a good, we're just kind of a yeah. blend of skill it's sets. It's a good partnership. Yeah. So. And you guys both started online selling directly your stuff. And then because you just oh. mentioned you went to L.A. So you sent. Gonna, we always say we're going to write a book someday of like <laughs> all the things you should not do. Because that's where our journey starts. But um, no, we had. It'll be a long book, too. It would be a long book. Um, no. So kind of speaking to, you know, our years where shopping was always difficult, we always said to ourselves, like, wouldn't it be great if we just had a store where you could, you know, all tall women could just walk in and the dressing room, it would cover your whole body, like the doors and like the seats yes. would be super high. Oh. You know, just be like this magical. The wrap hooks would be up, like not yeah. at this like weird, level. like at your actual eye level. The mirror showed your whole, like your the whole top body. of your head to your feet. I mean, like the so small things. That was just kind of we're like, oh, that would be just amazing. Like we should yeah. do that. So that's what we did is created that space. But at that time, we were kind of buying wholesale. We were trying to kind of cherry pick other people's lines to the best of our ability. So we were trying to find just what made sense, what anything with like the longest sleeves and bodies. And then as time went on, we're like, okay. We would love to have more control, you know, kind of of our product and what it looks like and how it fits because even brand to brand, it can fit just so, so, so differently. Mm -hmm. um, so we started with a very small run of our own line while we were still in our brick and mortar space and it went so well. And we were like, wow, we're really on to something. <laughs> and not only that, during that time, people were just had visited us in the store, but then they were buying from us online only even if they lived like 10, 15 minutes away. And so we kind of just realized, you know. You don't have to pay. Amen. Order. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah. how did you find your clientele so quickly? Because is um, everything so tall? I mean, yeah. Minnesota, like we got it going on. But um, I think it's just like our college volleyball worlds too, you know. Um, we both just kind of come from that 
community of women where everyone, yeah. you know, is built less to their height, built like us. Um, so that's kind of how it got started. And then it's easy access point from like girls from Wisconsin and the Dakotas. And, you know, we have a lot of people back in Iowa. And so mm -hmm. it, it kind of became a spot for people to come. And we really loved that part of our journey. But we just, you know, continually thought to ourselves, what if we could just make our product better than these products that we're buying? Mm -hmm. Do you do you ship internationally? We do. Yeah. And I think it. The last time we added it up, we have shipped to all 50 states and like 11 or 12 international countries. Yes. Wow. Then it kind of went a step further. So we decided, okay, we really want to get into like the design and manufacturing part of our business. So we made the really tough decision because we did love that space where it was like so friendly to tall women and it was so beautiful and we loved connecting with everyone like in person. But it's just something we felt like very strongly that we needed to do. So we closed that chapter of our journey and, and went all in on manufacturing. And the great part about it is that everything that we've spoken to already um, about how, you know, tall isn't just representative of 5'10 or 6'4 is reflected in our clothing line because we carry multiple inseams. Um, we cut our lengths in different or our dresses in different lengths. It just kind of reflects that mm -hmm. belief that it, a tall line can't just be designed for for one to two inches of height. Like it has to truly encompass that the tall really is from, you know, five nine, five ten all the way up to and whatever. I mean, I think to my knowledge, we're still the only ones that cut like a maxi skirt or a maxi dress or something in that vein into um and that's because we always say, what is the appropriate length for her will not work for me. And and what, is, what is your inseam? In um, my inseam is generally about 36, 37, just depending right. on the chain. Um, and I'm really evenly proportioned. So whereas she is all torso, I am all everything. I have all the torso, yeah. all the legs, mm -hmm. all the arms. I got it all. But just standing like inseam aside still almost six inches of difference between us so when you're trying to do you know make a maxi dress that would hit you know my ankle bone that's gonna look ridiculous on her yeah. you know and then hers I kind of swim in it at the bottom and so it just we decided this is what we need to do we need to make it easy you know to to dress no matter what height you, you stand at and you know we we like to talk about everything that makes a life. And of course we have to talk about love and then whether you're both married, uh, tell me, was it difficult to find love or your experience with, with boys? Perhaps Amy, you might have had more of a, uh, because you, because you are six, four, you might have had more of a uh, challenge in that part, but then you had a husband. Uh, yeah. To, just to be candid and put it out there. I mean, I feel like I, I was very lucky. We grew up in a small town in Iowa, as we said, and, you know, the truth of the matter is I, I didn't necessarily struggle to find things like a homecoming date or date or something like that. But that being said, I also didn't date any one person like seriously. And I don't know that that's a facet of my height or I don't think you cared. I really didn't care. I think at that you point. were just like really focused. On I really volleyball. wanted to play volleyball and yeah. I really wanted to play it at a really high level. So I think my whole life revolved around achieving this goal. 
But, you know, I didn't necessarily have a, a boyfriend for most of my life. And then the irony is I, I kind of dated casually through college and whatever. And actually, most people that I dated were tall men. If they were shorter than me, I mean, they were maybe like an inch shorter. But truly, a lot of the people that I um, kind of, quote, dated were all my height. And I think that that was... I think that was unintentionally just my comfort factor at the time. You know what I mean? I wanted to feel like, because the stereotype is obviously men should be taller than women. I know. I broke it in the end of the day. That's not where <laughs> I ended. <laughs> yeah, I didn't end there, but that's where I started. And, you know, I mean, I nothing against any of the people I, that I went out with, but they just weren't the person. And then the irony is I moved to Minneapolis. <laughs> And my now husband was one of the first few people that I met up, upon arriving here. And we could not be built more differently. Like, we, I always tell people we are the yin and the yang because I am tall and lanky. kind of lanky, lanky, lanky. Yeah. and he is short and squabby. <laughs> stocky. He's a stocky. That's a better word. Yeah, He's stocky. Yeah. yeah. He's a football player, right? So he has that, like, I'm going to crush you, tackle you to the ground kind of look about him I mean he just he's very into weightlifting he lifts a lot blah 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 blah. so the the funny thing is he tried to ask me out like the first night that I met him and I was like oh (laughs) that's cute no (laughs) no 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 so he pursued trying to date for probably about four or five five months before she called me too you yeah I'll never forget getting that phone call because you're like oh my god Allie there's this guy (laughs) He's like five ten, maybe like asking me on a date, and I was like, "Who cares?" It's yeah, she's date. like, "Do it!" I'm like you're like, "No, I can't do it." I'm yeah. like, "You can do it. Just go." Yeah, and it's I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very honest with you. I mean, we're at a place now where he and I we've been married for what is it? It'll be seven years this summer, and we've been together for ten now. So I mean, we are well past any of the beginning kind of awkwardness, but you know, it is it is. It can be a challenge in the beginning. And if I told you differently, that would be lying because there is always going to be an element of when we walk into a room, a restaurant, whatever it is, people are going to turn and watch because we're different than what the stereotype looks like. Yeah, but they they turn and watch because of you mostly, no? Because it could be. I don't know. I mean, I think that there's an element of, of all of it because when we started dating more so he than me got a lot of questions about like well isn't it really weird to date somebody who's so much taller than you he does not care no he like he the literally he could not care less he is just not wired to care and so he would always kind of laugh at people um and he never put stock in it and whatever discomfort i had at the beginning he truly helped me get over totally he he He, like owned it from the beginning he did yeah he's yeah he's great and I I mean I was vulnerable with him at the beginning just to say like oh god I think I'm I don't know how I'm feeling about all of this and you know the the truth is we were really good friends before I caved and kind of started dating him romantically and I think that that was a really great thing to have happened too because we built like an honest friendship an honest relationship that was it wasn't romantic it was just about like our connection so then by the time it moved to more of a kind of romantic level, then there was already kind of an easiness and a trust factor established. And do you guys have children? 
We do. We have one daughter who I'm proud to say is exploding off the growth chart. She is two and a half. And I mean, our doctors basically just her pediatricians just kind of throwing the growth chart thing away. And every time <laughs> we go in and she gets her measurements, she's like, yeah, her name's Perry. Perry's doing great. Just still doesn't conform to any of the measurements for a child this age. So we'll just. Yeah. Tall girl in training. Tall girl in training. <laughs> Tall girl training. Does it mean you're going to be with, you know, you're going to be supporting her and explaining to her how, you know, if she does grow to be very, very tall, you're going to be on her side to explain to her that she can own herself. Do you have a, a game plan that you didn't have that you think you're going to? Yes, would be the answer. I mean, I think that having gone through so much of what I've gone through and knowing that I was very tight lipped about expressing a lot of it will and actually I've had conversations with my husband already because you have to understand my husband also comes from a family of people who are not tall so he is so pumped that she is already showing signs of height like he's like every time we come back to the doctor his favorite thing is like what percentage is she in the height I mean that's like he just loves it he thinks it's amazing so I have to have conversations with him more to be like not that what you're saying or doing is wrong But there's going to have to be a moment we're going to have to pump the brakes a little bit because we don't need to like overemphasize the height thing either. It doesn't, not that we can't celebrate it, but I, I truly don't think it needs to be this element that kind of runs like all encompassing. It's not, it's one element. It's one aspect. It's one part of who she is. And so my hope would be as, as she gets to that point where she's aware, she starts saying things. One, I hope to just be a positive role model through just how I live my own life and what she watches, because I really believe, I mean, I think Allie validated this for me more than anything, but people are always watching. And that's what we tell people, um, other people out there that we connect with. There's always somebody watching and taking cues from you, even if you don't know it at the time. Because I certainly didn't know that Allie was taking cues from what I was doing a million miles away in college. So that's always what we like to tell people. There's always somebody watching. And even if you necessarily don't feel it in that moment, just stay the course. Try your best to mentally stay there. Some days you're just really feeling it. And some days you aren't, you know, and I think it's okay that you're not always on and like just completely enamored with it. But I think you can learn to kind of stop the negative cycle though, you know, by just acknowledging like you're having those feelings or you're having a day and being like, okay, I'm having these, all these feelings. What can I do tomorrow to make myself feel in a more positive and confident place? So that would be my goal with hers. I hope to just demonstrate it by the way that I live my life about how I talk about my height, about, you know, she's going to be blessed. Hopefully, you know, God willing, we get to continue doing this for a while. She's going to hear a lot of stories and she's going to, she's with us actually during the day now when we work and we do work on all parts of our business. So should that continue, she's going to have an opportunity to probably hear stories from women across the globe. Mm -hmm. So I hope to use those to be able to kind of tailor perspective too. And then we'll just have to chat through scenarios as they come up. Well, I love that you talk about your height as a blessing. And I think words do matter. And when you manage to have that mindset shift of what your height is or your difference, any difference is, and it's a, and it's what makes you special and unique, that's what will 
open the gates to your chances to being happy. And I love everything that you say in your blog more than your, no, it's more than my height. More than my height. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just the words just there mean everything that each and every one of us are more than our height. Yeah. Just stop at height. They're like, oh, tall blonde. Ah." Yeah. <laughs> How original. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even when we were naming that, that was an initiative that came to us, not even because, I mean, if we're being honest, like, we didn't necessarily have this wonderful brainchild to say, like, oh, we should have a blog to celebrate or to share stories. I mean, it was really something that our customer base brought to our attention as um, having a need for. So we really sat in it on it and digested it for a while. And then we were like, gosh, this is, then, then let's do this. Let's be all in. And then as we were trying to come up for a name with it or for a name for it, it was like, that was really hard, but we just kept coming back to the element of this blog should be, again, when I say like how height is one part of who you are and it's wonderful. I mean, that's not to say like, oh, just like accept it and move on. Like it's wonderful, but so is your intelligence. So is your personality. So is your wit. So is your, there's so many things that together are your humor. Yeah. humor. yeah. It's like, okay, hold on a second. We forget that because the outside world tells us you're a tall woman, you're a tall woman, you're a tall woman. That's who you are. I'm going to comment on your height. I'm going to comment. That's what you're going to hear about. I'm going to ask you questions. So I think it's hard sometimes to like get out of that space because the outside world is constantly reinforcing that that's our identity. Our identity is just that we're a tall woman. Yeah. And a freak. Yeah. And it's like, hold on a second. Yes. And I'm proud to be a tall woman. Yeah. But I'm proud to be all of these other things. Yeah. So let's have a conversation about that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we said in our blog. Let's have a conversation about how we tackle these things, but then also move on. Well, listen, anyone out there who needs a real boost of confidence and understanding of the fashion industry and why so many clothes don't fit, I really advise you to head on to that blog because it is very inspiring. And God knows I wish I had something like that that I could read or look up to or see or, you know, find on the Internet for the past 20 years because it would have spared me a lifetime of self-body shaming and thinking I was just too big for this world. You know? I and, think what it's really taught me too, which has been interesting because we were writing originally about our experiences, which is all we can speak to. I can't speak to yours or oh. across the street or anybody else's but my own, but it really opened my eyes because so so um, quickly it became like a global kind of platform. And I was like, wow, because our experiences as two American women that are taller is totally different than women across other parts of the world. So again, I go back to not telling anyone their feelings aren't valid because we once interviewed and had a, um, a post on our blog from a lovely lady who was from India and she's 5'9", which like, Again, maybe around here, people would be like, well, you're not that tall, right? But in India, she is extremely tall, you know, and she's a lot of challenges. She's a lot of challenges and Mm -hmm. she really struggled. And I think that's where you have to keep in mind. It's just kind of all relative to where you live and like what your family is like and all of these things that you know really add up and so yeah it doesn't look the same for everyone and Mm -hmm. you just have to be open to listening and 
telling people like, and the struggle continues at every age. I mean, we've gotten emails from kids as young as like 13, 14. And then we've gotten messages from women in their fifties that are sharing vulnerable, you know, feelings. And, and so I think that's also, we actually had a message from somebody who was a teenager saying, to be honest with you, it's helped me to hear from women that are even, you know, your age or older, because it helps me understand like, whoa, this, this has been going on for a long time. This is not something that's just new to my generation. It's not like an Instagram caused thing or something like that. Like there's actually, there's some serious history to this. And so for, you know, for her that just resonated. And she said, just knowing that alone has really helped me kind of understand the magnitude, but then also feel like I can move on or not even move on. That's not the right word, but no, but um, absorb yeah. it, absorb it, put the finger on it and, yeah. and allow your emotions and your feelings to exist. And then you can move on. Correct. Totally. Yeah, correct. So please tell our listeners where we can find all your stuff. What are all your handles? Okay. So for our clothing brand, it's amalitali.com. Um, that's our handle on Instagram and Facebook as well. And then our blog again is called more than my height. And, um, you can just find it on more than my And that's also our handle on Instagram and Facebook. So, wow. You guys have your hands full for sure. <laughs> and we um, do. Yeah. you guys were kind enough to give uh, the tea factor listeners a 15% discount if you head on to amalitali.com so definitely use it and Amy and Ali it was a pleasure talking with you today thank you so much thank for you. having thank us thank you it was awesome thank you that's it for today my friend if you like this episode make sure to let me know about it Please take a moment to leave a comment on iTunes so this podcast can benefit as many people as possible. You can also screenshot this episode and post it on your stories. I'd love to know who's listening out there and I'll make sure to feature your post in my stories. Nothing touches me more to know that my music or my podcast has impacted someone in a positive way. Don't forget to visit my website www.t-factor.online for the show notes and more information about my guests and myself. My blog posts are there waiting for you to enjoy. And from my tea factor to yours, thank you. Hold on, hey.